We are live once again. How's it going, man? You doing all right? It's Friday. What do you know? Here we are again, Friday. It's always Monday. It's always Tuesday. It's always Wednesday. Time goes by so quickly. Today, we're going to mess around with our themed podcast session, which is uh, sociopolitical, more so in nature. It kind of gives us a bit of an outlet for our rants and things that took place during the week in the various news feeds, wherever you go to get your news feeds. I uh, now uh, peruse the landscape. The landscape. <laughs> I peruse the landscape. I peruse the landscape of the Twitterverse, eh, the twits. Since uh, Mr. Brains over there, Elon Musk and uh, his spaceships uh, took over, if you will, purchased the platform apparently because he says it's for free speech, and well, we should be for that, shouldn't we? I mean, of course, if we're not communist or anything. Um, it's been interesting, to say the least. It's kind of interesting to see the oppositions allowed to voice their uh, concerns about, uh, you know, a great many policies that um, are very evil, if we're just being up upfront and frank about it. Very evil policies that are now being enforced here. You can actually go on Twitter and oppose them now. <laughs> we're, we're allowed. There are still boundaries, obviously. And there's still still things that uh, can be worked on. But that's where I go because uh, since I've been there with Elon taking over, uh, and he has allowed me to <laughs> be there because prior to him taking ownership of the platform, uh, I was not allowed to have a a profile there but now i do and they even gave me a little blue check mark what do you know uh i've been watching the news feed and that's where you get the up-to-date most current events if you will taking place from both sides and all political spectrums and angles and opinions but you at least you get to see what's going on because if you i mean if you go to mainstream media the media complex and it's uh social media gurus uh you're only going to get one side of the story and it is indeed propaganda because it is purchased uh, by the hands of uh, some very uh, evil individuals, uh, uh, global uh, minds who um, truly are, are evil uh, and masquerade themselves as virtuous and, and, and good. But uh, if you're capable of independent thought, if you're a free thinker, uh, you can kind of investigate and look into things and see, wow, you know, uh, they've been lying to us about a whole bunch of stuff for a long time, haven't they? So it's our sociopolitical uh, conversation day, and uh, I'm going to go through uh, Twitter's tweets, and we'll just talk about stuff. I mean, randomly, you can open <laughs> you can open the platform and just see all kinds of news and things taking place uh, recently. And one of the big conversations is having to do with a submarine uh, I didn't know what was going on until everything became the conversation. And that always, I'll be honest with you, when all of a sudden every platform and the majority of individuals are talking about something happening, um, I've learned, and again, this just my opinion, but I've learned from, from that experience and in investigating various things that uh, sometimes it's the whole smoke and mirrors thing. You know, look at look at this, look at this. Look what's happening here. Look what's happening here. And it's to kind of um, have us blinded by what's really happening behind the curtains. I'm not saying that's the case, but uh, maybe it is. 
right? Always be mindful that that might be the case. That might be something we want to, you know, keep in mind. <laughs> the, these uh, merchants of deception are indeed the uh, um, active in 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 their uh, agenda. So we have to always kind of be mindful on a step ahead these days, most certainly, <laughs> more than ever. So. Yeah, hey, listen, Stefan Maez, my name, addedsouls.com is my website. I labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ. You can check out, of course, the .com as well, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. We have a Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. You can check that out. And uh, I'd consider, uh, I'd, you know, I'd, uh, how should I say this? I would extend your way an opportunity to consider uh, signing up to our uh, freedom community over at addedsouls.locals. Com. It's free to do so, and you'll certainly have the free content there. But uh, if you find any substance or value in uh, the material we do create, please consider supporting. Uh, no amount is too low. No amount is too high. Everything is transparent and made public, of course, in reports and updates. And uh, you will have access to exclusive content, which gives you insight into our midweek Bible studies and uh, uh, various live videos and, and things like that. And this is, of course, how I built tents. And through your support of the Added Souls Ministry, the Maya family is fed, and we get to contribute and uh, work with uh, the East Coast Church of Christ, to which I teach and I preach. And we uh, are, are a beautiful and growing church. We have elders, and our membership uh, continues to flourish. We have renewals, we have baptisms, all that wonderful stuff. And you can reach out to me, and we can have ourselves a a wonderful conversation if you have any concerns or questions and things like that. So please consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com and you can support there if you will. There's also PayPal for donations or if you need a, an address, reach out to me. We'll have a conversation. I'll give you the address. That okay? Today, taking a look, of course, again, through the, um, the pattern that I had to create to make sense of now living in this post uh, um, how should I say, post-freedom? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what the right words would be, but it's a different world than it was uh, from where we grow up. Uh, from, from, for me, 70s, 80s, and 90s, um, you know, um, very different now. Things um, have fallen in a very public way. And so I had to create had to create a system, a uh, pattern to make sense of it all, because there's so many, uh, there's so much confusion, and there's so so much uh, nonsensical policies and outlets from the extremes. The pendulum swung too far on the right or too far on the left, and if you're plugged into something that's too far on the right, you're going to miss the mark. And if it's if you're plugged in too far on the left, you're going to miss the mark. And um, we as Christians um, are held at a higher standard of how we think and operate and behave. And um, we are indeed uh, called to be conduits of the truth in all spectrums, whether it be religious or uh, sociopolitical stuff too, you know. And... Uh, we have to be in the middle, well-balanced, and that's typically where you'll find the truth, somewhere's in the middle, uh, you know, and that's uh, wise for us to kind of follow that pattern, and to know that pattern, I had to 
investigate and, and come to terms and make sense of why we are now in a fallen nation in a location of the world where uh, we are no longer uh, participating in our former glories to which we were blessed to have the land of milk and honey and all sorts of opportunities. Now it's, we literally live in a time where you need to show the paper. You know, we need to show documents and papers for everything and anything. It just, I mean, uh, over here in the city, a location of the city, a law just passed that, uh, says you are no longer allowed to even cut a tree down in your property because it's no longer your property. It's the government's property. That's why we pay high property tax. It belongs to the government and they said you know what you're not you're no longer even allowed to cut a tree in your own yard uh um, how did we get there how is it that we need to now pay large amounts of tax i mean we're taxed i think at 43 percent now how is it that we live in a time where uh this inflation quote unquote is uh taking place where uh there's no, the, the erosion, the quick erosion of the middle class is, is taking place. You know, you're either going to be very, you're going to be impoverished, very poor, or very, very wealthy. The middle class, the blue collar guy, hard, hardworking guy, taxpaying guy, upright in the community is, is being erased. How did that happen? What's going on? So, you know, I had to make sense of it all. So I, I kind of modulized various branches in this tree and kind of categorized it, broke it down for all of us. If it's useful to you, by all means, you can even, if, if you'd like to have that system, you can reach out to me. I'll, you know, we can, I can send it to you in an email or whatnot. It's a written, do, a written document just to make sense of it in point form and what happened and how it happened and why we're, we're currently where, where, uh, where we are at in time with, uh, this, uh, this great challenge that we face, if you will, sociopolitically. So we remember the structure and here's how I broke down the structure. And for those of you who've been watching me for a little while, you're going to, you're going to find this repetitive, but I think it's a, ne a necessary, uh, remembrance we should have because it, it keeps it fresh in our thoughts so we can defend it and we can understand. And when we're having conversations with individuals that we may be trying to reach, uh, so that they would, you know, uh, let go the delusion, let go the myth and uh, this mass psychosis, if you will, that has taken place by simply turning off the TV and uh, thinking for oneself independently and kind of making some investigations. And a, a lot of that, before we get into the structure of uh, what's taking place sociopolitically, um, it's important or one of the key factors that have helped me in my investigation of what's taking place politically is to actually listen to the words of a said politician or a leader and not have it through a third party, fourth party um, piece from someone who has an agenda to pervert uh, the information and, and kind of, um, have us deceived in, in what an individual is truly representing or his character or his policies. For instance, if, if you want to know about Joe Biden, let's say, because he's currently the president of the United States, if you, if you want to know about Joe Biden and his policies, don't go listen to a third party news affiliate or social media platform or whatnot. I mean, you can, I'm not saying you can't, but if you're looking for an unbiased look at it, if you want to have an independent mind to understand 
who Joe Biden truly is as a character or, or as a man and uh, his policies, then go listen to him. Listen to what he has to say. Hear it from the horse's mouth, they might they might say, right? Uh, that's the best way to do it. It's the same with if it's uh, Donald Trump or DeSantis or Kennedy. And for us over here uh, in the great white north, um, listen to what Justin Trudeau is saying. What are his policies? What is he saying? What is the character of this man? And what is the policies that he's setting forth? Listen to him. Don't you know? Don't go to CTV, CNN, uh, MSNBC, Global, uh, you name it. All these uh, various uh, news channels because they are going to portray him in the way uh, that they've been purchased to portray him. I mean, this is this is no conspiracy. This is public record and public information. All these news channels are purchased by the Trudeau uh, administration and governing power um, to say what he tells them to say. It's uh, <laughs> what some might rightly call corruption <laughs> from one angle to the next. But go to Trudeau to know what Trudeau is saying himself. It's the same with if you're looking at uh, all the other party leaders, Pierre Poliev for the Conservative Party, uh, or the Green leader, or the NDP leader, or uh, the Purple leader with Max Bernier. Don't listen to what uh, CTV would say of Max Bernier, because you might not get the accurate picture of who the man is in character and what his policies are. Go to his website, listen to his speeches, listen to his podcasts, listen to... And it's the same with all of them. Anyways, that's a, a bit of a, uh, a uh, kind suggestion your way in order to have yourself formulate a independent thought on who it is you are truly willing to support or vote for, encourage, uh, promote, those kind of things. And it also, of course, is a great revealer of what's within your heart. Because if you hear an individual and his character and his policies and you of your own heart and independent mind now uh, vote and encourage this individual and his policies, then that would indeed reveal what it is that's found within you. As Christians, that's an important part of our faithful walk if we are to be faithful in Christ. Uh, you know, And that's very important. So I wanted to throw that out there to you as you uh, do your own study. So here's the, the structure that we need to remember that I broke down and wrote down for all of us. Our identity, and this is important, our identity was founded by our legal documents which came from a higher power. I'm speaking sociopolitically now with the structure of our political realm and the governing bodies therein of our nations both in the U.S. and in Canada. Though different in culture, America being more so independent of mind, which is why they are still the stronger hold, if you will, of freedom. Though, sadly, uh, as a fallen nation they are because of the federal position of governing corruption currently uh, uh, in, in power, uh, they are still a bit ahead because of their independence and because of their independence drilled into them from the foundation of their uh, documented uh, papers uh, which came from a higher power and that's important for us to recognize that and that's something we've lost and we'll speak more about that as we move forward but 
that's important because our our identity when we respected and honored our founding documents legal founding documents and forefathers understanding that it came from a higher power it was through the principles of the holy bible which of course gave us the peace and justice we had uh, publicly uh, for such a long time we never held it of course perfectly there are indeed pockets of uh, malfunction, if you will, and breaches of code here and there throughout history. But in its greatest uh, or its greater bulk, uh, publicly speaking, it, it, it was functioning and it functioned well, which meant we loved our neighbors as ourselves, right? We would be kind to one another. We would be uh, uh, individuals who would uh, captivate the opportunity to have marriage, male, female, husband, wife, and children, if uh, possible. And uh, we would have career. We would have opportunity to grow in career and to uh, accumulate uh, a great many things, uh, you know. And all of that uh, came from, of course, a higher power because we understood that our freedom, our nation, we as a people are not uh, subject to any worldly tyrant or oppressor, uh, dictator, if you will, but rather we have been liberated from such shackles, such bondage by our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. Now, over here in Canada, in culture, there's a difference. Anyone trying to tell you otherwise is a swindler of the mind, a psychological manipulator, a liar. Don't believe those kinds. They <laughs> they have an agenda behind them. There is a difference in the culture because over here in Canada, we were born and raised in a lineage of the monarchy, the queen, the prime minister, the government. And so we sadly are more willing to be subject to the oppression of a corrupt government if a government were to become corrupt because we have not a independent mind. However, uh there was still a uh a freedom to that end that was stemmed from a higher power and we understood that as canadians once we understood that as canadian one canadians once because though we go to the prime minister or to the queen we knew that they operated from a higher power's authority and so there was still a functioning society where we had the land of milk and honey and we had freedom we loved our neighbors as ourselves. We understood the value of life, all those things. So that's important in the structure we want to remember. Our identity founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power. Okay? Through the principles of the Holy Bible. Holy Bible. That's how we got to have everything we've had. And God blessed us. He did. Because we recognized Him. We thanked Him. Okay? That, that's just, it's an objective, absolute reality of our existence. And anyone denying that is delusional. And many of us were delusional, wrapped up in the shackle of myth for so long. And uh, it's sad that we've since lost that. And because we've lost that, we've withdrawn ourselves from this identity, which is sourced by a higher power. And now, uh, of course, fallen into corruption, we have great, uh, very, very deeply. So in the, this identity that we used to hold, which came from a higher power, we had, and I wrote down five 
descriptive characteristics of that identity which allowed us to flourish in all the ages we had in our nations. And that is, number one, pro-Christianity. We knew that our national religious worldview was that of the Christ. We may have been divided in theological discourse, but in all we were united with moral uprightness. We could agree on that common ground. Whether you went to that denomination, that denomination, or any other of the ocean of denominationalism, which I can make a podcast session as to why that contributed to some of the chaos we currently are living under. I'll keep that for another day. However, there was still, even within the division of uh, or deviation away from the doctrine in which many individuals went to various churches, um, we still collectively had a moral uprightness to understand that the, the, the religious worldview of the nation was Christianity. The death, burial, resurrection, witness, and ascension of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. And that there is indeed free will. And that there is indeed right and wrong, good and evil. And we set our laws which came from that higher power and system. Okay, we used to promote, encourage, and live that life as a nation. Pro-Christianity. It's not that you couldn't have any other foreign religious view. Absolutely. In a free country, you can be a Muslim. You can be a Buddhist. You can be what you so choose to be. However, as such, it could never be allowed to infringe the national religious view, which was Christianity. And that was indeed respected in government, in corporation, in academia, in entertainment, movies, music, sports, and in media, news and social. It was respected, and we understood that. Point number one in this module, pro-Christianity was indeed embraced as our identity. Number two, pro-life. Pro-life from the moment of conception to natural death. And yes, there is certainly a very minuscule gray area conversation for certain things that might be permissible in regards to one's medical condition. However, the greater bulk and majority understanding through our identity in Christ as Christians was pro-life because we respected the sovereignty of human life. Our most vulnerable and innocent had to be protected. We would be willing to lay down our life to make sure that human life from conception to natural death was at all cost secure and protected. It was part of our identity. It was important. It was very important. Number three, pro-family. Pro-family, male, female, husband, wife, and if blessed with the opportunity, children. Children. A strong structure that has great value in a nation 
flourishing with freedom and privilege. Family. Male, female, husband, wife, children. Ancestry. Lineage. Bloodline. Very important. It was promoted. It was encouraged. And even if you were to take family strictly from an economic perspective, it's good business in a nation to have families. It's good business. The nation flourishes economically, financially, with this model. It does. Number four, pro-self-defense. Tied, of course, with certain various branches to the pro-life identity. Pro-self-defense, the ability and freedom and privilege we have through Christ to defend our lives and the lives of those within our household whom we love dearly and the lives of our neighbors and our community, our province, our state, our country. Pro-self-defense, allowing us the legal right to hold equalizers, weaponry, necessary to defend and protect our loved ones. That was part of our identity, and it was upheld, it was promoted, it was encouraged, and it was indeed necessary. Point number five, pro-country. Pro-country. What's the idea behind this point? Very valuable point. Friends, pro-country means there is law, there is justice, there is order. And when those are honored, respected, upheld, and enforced, we have peace, we have tranquility, we have our freedom and privileges, because we have borders, and we have a governing body whose task is to make sure those borders are respected for the protection of the people within, the citizenry within. And we pay our taxes for the purpose of order and justice, law, peace, privilege, freedom. And more so poignantly, through the revealed pen of the Holy Spirit in the Holy Bible. We pay our taxes so that governing powers, which are, of course, designed through the ministry of the Great I Am, we pay our taxes so that evil individuals, murderers, receive capital punishment. Which, of course, is to set forward a precedence in the nation that we will not tolerate such evil. You can read that in the Bible. We'll, we'll set up a session, perhaps in a topical Thursday, uh, to prove that very case. But that is indeed the situation with pro country and the identity we should and once embraced. Pro-Christianity, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, pro-country. That was our public life not too long ago. Okay, that's very important for us to drill down if we are humble and submissive recipients of sound, seasoned, balanced information. If we are free thinkers, 
we can understand this. Now, in our current fallen state, we've since withdrawn ourselves from that five-point identity authorized and sourced from a divine power through the principles of the holy book. We've since now withdrawn ourselves from that into a godless agenda. A godless agenda. And it is indeed the same five points, but in the anti-position. Anti-Christ. Anti-life. Anti-family. Anti-self-defense. And anti-country. We have now fully transformed into a corrupt structure of our people. And that's what takes place and specifically was purposely driven by uh, evil policies and evil men and women to make sure we lost our identity because there would be no way to infiltrate corruption within a godless agenda without first and foremost removing us from our pro-Christianity, life, family, self-defense, and country to now where we are at, which is anti-Christ, life, family, self-defense, and country. And it is in complete opposition to what is pro, finding what is now anti We no longer uphold and respect and honor what was once the nation's religious worldview, Christianity. We demonize it. We slander it. We mock it. We ridicule it. We bear false witness against it. We do everything we can to cancel it, censor it, and burn it. The same with human life. We've now entered into a time in our history, once again, where murder is legal, It's legal to murder our children, our babies, our uh, teenagers, and our seniors. Anti-family, we've destroyed the family. That was necessary within this godless agenda. The same with the ability to defend oneself, and the same, of course, for country. No longer any law, any order, any justice. And our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, specifically said he would be doing this, and he has done it very well, to remove us from our once flourishing identity. And it is, of course, to insert a world leadership that is drenched in sinister and very evil policies. And it has to do with pride, control, and greed. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) But that's why we are now in a fallen nation. We've allowed these things to take place. As we've seen humanity allow it to take place time and time again. So we have five branches of power, sadly now fully corrupted, into this godless agenda. And... There is no, of course, corruption inherently identified, but what takes place within these five branches of power is corruption creeps in unnoticed. 
It creeps in unnoticed, as of course the wolves in sheep's clothing, if you will. Illustration. And now has fully corrupted these five branches of power, which are, and I've, again, categorized, it, categorized this in structure for us to make sense of it. Number one, government. In all its industry, from military to uh, um, intelligence within military, all of it, government. Corporation. High, reputable business. Academia, academic institutions. Entertainment, movies, music, sports, and media, news, and social. None of which hold inherent corruptions. They can be found pure and right and enjoyable and useful. But corruption crept in unnoticed has now fully devoured pushed out what could have been decent, what could have been upright in upholding the five points of our once flourishing identity, pushed out and devoured those who could be corrupted. And now these five branches of power are, in majority, sadly, fully corrupted. Government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. And all of them, now purchased propaganda under the influence of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations uh, in various degrees, which of course are foreign threat and interference within the independence and freedom and privilege we once held to the identity sourced by a higher power. Okay, so if we are of sober mind, in control of our thoughts, and capable of freely thinking and being balanced, again, not going too far left, not going too far right, we will understand that we are currently at war. And we have been for a while, obviously, from various degrees. But we are at war. And it is the same war perpetuated on mankind from globalist entities who are filled with evil intentions and policies. Godless globalists who believe human beings are the problem needing to be extinguished. We've seen this time and time and time again as history is recorded. And sadly, we don't remember it and we fall prey to its masquerade because it certainly does portray itself as virtuous and good and right but at its core at its core agenda if you will it is some of the most evil evil works ever recognized by the human experience by the human experience and they are truly doing this as we speak, extinguishing human beings with the agenda to depopulate, which is stemmed, of course, in godlessness through the paths of atheism and evolution, which brings forth greater value 
for our environment than for the sovereignty of the our uniqueness as human beings. You see why now they push so strongly the hysteria of climate change, abortion, sexual perversion, okay? All of these things are designed by a very evil power. And it's always had the same thrive to achieve the removal of Christ, Christianity. It just is. It's an objective, absolute truth of our reality, which is why the godless agenda now, as we've entered into the anti-side of the fence, is to have us removed from an objective reality. Which is why they speak of anything and everything being a subjective realm. Because in the subject, subjective worldview, it's in the hand of the one who has the power. And currently those in power are murdering us legally. And if they can't murder us legally, they are perverting us at a very young age. And so, this here now, as the structure I wrote down and broke down, uh, has a pattern. It has a, um, how should I say, a system in which we can recognize with political term, because in its most simple spiritual term, it's called sin, lawlessness. <laughs> but in its political, linguistic engagement, I saw it fit to place it within the isms, right? The isms and how we became a nation broken and fallen by the isms, divided by the isms. And it goes like this, if you will. First and foremost, atheism, godlessness, lack of knowing Jesus Christ and his love the moral code, the moral giver, for God is the moral example. Once we remove God, and if God is the moral giver, and he is love, then we've just rejected and removed ourselves from what would have us knit within, again, the identity of the five points I mentioned in the beginning. So atheism had to come in. We had to remove our mind from God. We had to neglect God, reject God, in order to have such a polluted mind open to all deception that we'd embrace what would be coming next. You have to destroy the family. You have to destroy the identity. You have to destroy Christianity. It's the only way, because with Christianity and a strong family, we're not going to allow evil to enter into the country. And the devil knew that. He's always known that. The devil has to get rid of Christianity, of the Christ. Because while the Christ reigns as king in a household, in our minds, in a nation... Evil won't be allowed to play any ground at all. So you have to get rid 
of people's faith in Christ before evil can penetrate and take over. Infiltrate, dominate. Dismantle, discourage, deplete. That's how that works. And so the isms moved forward as such. Atheism gave birth to liberalism. And I'm not speaking of liberalism in various decent policies which would have us compassionate towards our fellow man. I'm not speaking about that side of what perhaps one at one one at a given time in our past history would have said I'm a liberal uh, I'm, I'm a liberal politically speaking and the reason is because I care for my fellow neighbors. That's not the kind of liberalism I'm speaking about here. This liberalism here is within the branches of corruption that were birthed from atheism, which of course led to progressivism. See, what has been working well through the identity of our Lord and Master as a once upon a time Christian nation, we, we have to dissolve that, we have to remove that, and so we have to progress. And it's not truly progress at all, is it? It's not di pro progression at all, but they call it progress. So liberalism to progressivism, progressivism to socialism, socialism to fascism, fascism to Marxism, Marxism to communism, tyranny, oppression, both physically and spiritually. Why? Because if there is no God, and most specifically the God of the 66 books of the Holy Bible, if that unique living God is truly just a myth and a fable, and that there is no such thing as right or wrong, heaven or hell, God or Satan, and we are truly just a bunch of clumps together without any rhyme or reason, purpose, if we are truly just a bunch of animals or insects, then who cares about anything at all? Really. And that's exactly where they wanted to bring us, where we're at now where the value of life is very low. Why? Because we're just animals. We're just animals. And when we're just animals, we seek a judge. And that judge is going to be a man who is a dictator, an oppressor, a tyrant, an overlord, a heavy-handed brute, a gatekeeper, an evil and sinister diatrophies. When we can no longer think for ourselves as Christ head of our lives and mind, then we become subject and vulnerable and ignorant. And we place ourselves a judge who was corrupt. And now we live in tyranny and oppression both physically and spiritually. That's how this happens time and time and time and time again. It is no happenstance or coinkydink as to how and why we are currently living in a world where murder is legal 
and that sexual deviants, sodomites, perverts, molesters, groomers, predators, have access to our children. And not only that, but they have the enforcement of the government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and media. We've become enemies in our own country. And it has been through those channels that I've described in political linguistic, if you will, or dialect. Okay? It just is what it is. It's a very sober thought. It's balanced. And it's true. And it's real. And we're living it. And sadly, there are still many of our brethren who are completely blind to it because they want to remain ignorant. And that angers me. And I speak not of unrighteous anger. I speak of upright moral anger. Friends, turning a blind eye or a coward way to what is happening holds eternal consequences. We live in a time where we must unite from the division that the godless agenda has set forth. We must take responsibility. We have sinned against God. And because we have, He has permitted corruption and evil men to have infiltrated and taken control of our nations, oppressing us tyrannically. We've lost the integrity and security of one of our most fundamental freedoms. Voting. Most no longer trust whatsoever the integrity of the electoral process. Many of us do not trust any government branch. And in such a citizenry, we are truly vulnerable. Truly vulnerable. It's a difficult pill to swallow, but my dear friends, we've become the enemies. We have become the enemies. It's a difficult one, but we have to have the courage and honesty to admit that we have sinned against God. We've become a a, a, a degenerate, immoral people. And it has been through those very things I have mentioned. I had to make sense of. I had to write it down. This is the state of our Western world. On the verge of total collapse. But we Christians know that our citizenry is in the heavenly realm as members legal to the spiritual house our Lord and Master purchased with his own blood. But that does not void us of the responsibility we must have as good stewards of this physical existence. And within the realm of our Lord and Master, as we follow Him, as we know Him to be the head of our lives, to 
whom we go to for freedom and privilege, we have hope and we have strength and we have courage where we can find men, men, warriors, soldiers, defenders of the truth. We have our hope in Christ. There is a better tomorrow. We will persevere through challenges until we depart from this fallen world. We keep our focus on heavenly wealth. We fellowship and cling close to faithful brethren. We practice benevolence. We practice evangelism, teaching and preaching the truth. Our purpose and priority is to make it to heaven and bring as many as possible with us. We utilize that in influence to change our socio-political condition, to renew it to its former glories. And tough times make tough men. And let me tell you something. There's some tough kids. There's some tough kids being raised right now because they're seeing the nonsense of this fallen world and they don't like it. They don't like it. And I applaud them for that courage to stand up against such an evil and powerful entity as these global elites who have chosen to collectively put us into one little ball and murder us all. But a few, again, pride, control, greed, murder, liars, all of that. And so that's what you keep seeing in the news feeds. You're wondering how can there be so much evil how can there be so much perversion? And sadly, a great many now fully deceived within this godless agenda say, well, it must be climate change. No, it's not climate change at all. Well, it must be the money. It's because we're not managing money well enough. It hasn't. It's not about the money. It goes deeper, way deeper. They've changed the description of words to control the narrative, to have us submissive to their sinister agenda. And we have to snap out of it. We have to wake up. None so deeper in slumber than the one who claims to be woke. Wake up, dreamer. Welcome to the real world. We got problems. There's a solution. The accuracy and defendable, objective, absolute reality of a man named Jesus Christ. And that is truly what this godless agenda wants removed. Over on Twitter now, shall we? For the remainder of the minutes. On Twitter, what's going on these days? <laughs> these hours? Well, again... There's something going on with the submarine. I've looked at a various locations to get context on that. And of course, sadly enough, what took place, as with a great many instances of sorrow, they saw it fit to remove experienced men 
and they saw it fit to have a vessel that was not secure, and they saw it fit to have their common slogan practice, which is strength and diversity, equality. And so they put inexperienced individuals in a vessel that was not secure, in a location of great danger, and they've suffered the loss for it. And it is indeed stemmed with document from various powers of the world or the globalist uh, uh, organizers. And that's sad. Human life every hour. Human life being lost every hour at the hands of delinquency, incompetence, all because this sinister agenda that is now in control had to have their slogan permeate. Oh, it's so virtuous, strength and diversity. Strength and diversity is murdering us. And that's sad. So what's going on on Twitter? Let me open up my app here on my phone. Always got stuff going on. It's quite interesting. I go there again just to get the, the latest news. RCMP. First tweet I see. The RCMP. That's our Royal Canadian Mounted Police, right? Again, remember what I said within this godless agenda? We are now anti-Christ, anti-life, anti-family, self-defense, and country. And it is through the five branches of power, government, corporation, academia, entertainment, media. So when we see something from the RCMP, we know it is stemmed and branched in government, which has now been corrupted within the agenda of the anti-persuasion. And so what do they tweet? Recent spike in hate incidents targeting two SLGBTQ plus the, the this this is literally what what it says from our law enforcement in this country. There's been a spike of hate incidents targeting two SLGBTQ plus communities prompts RCMP to encourage all to report any hate-related incidents to police. Our governing body, currently led by Justin Trudeau and his administration, and also with the coalition of the other liberal parties, such as NDP and Green, these have received millions and millions and billions and billions of dollars to enforce these very things that I'm just now reading on Twit. Let me speak to you in plain language what this tweet really means. If you dare to even entertain, entertain the thought of opposing the 2SLGBTQ plus agenda, which is to have your children groomed and sexually perverted, away from the hands of parents' decision on anything. You will be guilty of hate speech. You will be apprehended. You will be fined up to $25,000, and you could face two years in jail, even if it would be in defense of your own children. And they word it in such a way to make those of us parents who love our children and would lay down our lives for them as the vilified enemies 
hate speech, hate incidents, subjective within the hands of the holder, and the holder is a communist, a social Marxist, a tyrant. What's next? Various other, of course, information along those lines. Information here now, a tweet from the leader of the opposition in the Conservative Party, Pierre Poliev, over here in Canada. He says, there you have it. Step by step, the Trudeau government is deliberately getting in the way of what people can see and share online. And he has shared an image, a screenshot of sorts from Meta, updated on June 22nd, 2023, which says, today we are confirming that news availability will be ended on Facebook and Instagram for all users in Canada prior to the Online News Act Bill C-18 taking effect. And I had been paying attention to this. I knew this was coming, and it, it has passed, and they are enforcing it now. We Canadians are not allowed to see certain things. And it is within the hands of the subjective enforcement that decides what we can see and what we can't see. <laughs> Remember, these are coming from the same individuals who have the hand on hate speech and hate, uh, what they call hate, uh, uh, what did it say now? Well, hate speech and hate stuff like that, I guess. Opinion, Toronto Star, when school boards permit opting out of human rights education, such as drag story time, listen, that's what it says here. When school boards permit opting out of human rights education, human rights education, what is human rights education? Remember, this coming from the hands of those who are in control of dictating what hate speech is. Hate speech is when you dare to entertain the thought of opposing, protesting even, against the 2SLGBTQ plus agenda, which has our children. The same are saying now human rights education, such as drag story time. It sends a message that these rights are debatable. And that's not the message we can allow. We cannot allow any debate. Why? Because it's a human right of education to allow sexual deviants, perverts, pedophiles, groomers, predators, access to our children in public school. That's right there. See? It's right there. You can open your Twitter and see it right there. CTV News. Again, all of these paid, purchased, and corrupted propaganda outlets from our Fuhrer. More threats mean more security at Pride. 
Want me to read that again? More threats mean more security at Pride. Have you been paying attention to the tweets I've been reading? I just opened it. I didn't have this planned out. I just opened it. And I see it every day. Every day. More threats mean more security at Pride. You see the, the pattern here? Social Marxism at the hands of communists. There is no God. We are only a bunch of animals. And so who among us will make ourselves a God over the people? At this time, our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his cabinet have chosen to do that. Here's one, a tweet from Maxim Bernier. Maxim Bernier is a politician who leads the PPC party, which is a minority party here in Canada that was birthed only several year, a few years ago now. He says, that was almost five years ago when I launched the PPC. The far left are still trying to impose their totalitarian ideology, and it's now called wokeism, but they won't succeed. Maxim Bernier has been, from what I've been able to observe, the only politician and political party with policies against the other tweets I've been reading to you, which have made it illegal to even hear any opposition, to even entertain or to speak or to act upon any opposition to the globalist powers that are a godless agenda. Don't even dare oppose perverts having access to our children. Don't even entertain the thought that climate change hysteria is wrong. Don't even seek or pursue any line of thinking that would be against abortion or doctor-assisted suicide and euthanasia and all of these various products from the godless agenda. Maxim Bernier has been the only political figure I've been able to recognize who is against all of that. He would be what we consider a true conservative. From my perspective, in what I've been able to investigate. All these tweets go on and on and on. On and on and on. But our time's up. We're an hour in. Which is interesting. It's gone by. So, my dear friends... Our sociopolitical conversation-themed day here on Fridays has come to its conclusion. Hopefully you found some kind of information there that would benefit your life and your mind and making sense of things. We must, of course, have the courage to fight back. Not retaliation, not revenge, nothing that would be unchristlike in conduct and decency behavior. However, upright. With courage, we can certainly do our part to be informed so as to make a change and bring our country back to its former glories, where we found our identity and it, it served us right. What do you think? That makes sense? Let me check here if we're still streaming. Yeah, we got streams. 
Um, very good. Good stuff. All right. So anyways, yeah, that's it. By all means, please consider subscribing, following, liking, sharing, all that kind of good stuff. Please consider supporting. You can sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. And if you support there, you'll have some exclusive content. You can reach out to me at any time. We can schedule some video chat time, phone conversation, email exchange, whatever. Uh, We're here for you. Look at the show notes. From Monday to Friday, we have different uh, themes for each day. And um, on Fridays, we we talk a bit about sociopolitical things uh, through the Christian lens, of course, and what's really happening out there. Uh, But uh, yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. Hope you have a good weekend. Tomorrow, Saturday evening on Facebook, our Added Souls Facebook page, we go live for the Back to the Bible Q&A session at 7 p.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. So if you want to join us for that, by all means, on Facebook, Added Souls, Added Souls Facebook page, 7 p.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Lord willing, we'll have the Back to the Bible Q&A session. All right? Stay focused, stay positive. See each other again soon. Peace out.